Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome back in. Thank you for listening to our number two of our outdoor show. A little bit later on, I'll tell you, I am very honored to be the Grand Marshal of a Crew of Bilge Boat Parade. This takes place in the canals along Eden Isles in Slidell. Uh, Captain Keith Gaines is the captain of the crew of Bilge this year. I'll be aboard the 40-foot Sea Ray, the Grand Marshal boat that will be operated by John Cure. I'm going to have Mary Ann with me, pigtails and all. I will be, you may not recognize me because I'm going to look a lot like the skipper from Gilligan's Island. And uh, we will be throwing 3,000. Well, my arm is going to be some sore. It's out of shape. But I'm going to try my best to get 3,000 of the fish catching the slure in Lake Pontchartrain. Deadly Dudleys. They work in Venice, and we even took them to Canada and caught northern pike up there. Uh, they're a great bait. Bass bite them. Everything loves them. Well, i got a hell, I got two boxes full of them, and among other things, we'll be tossing those out. So come on out there. It's absolutely free. It's a great time. You can line the banks there and uh, watch the boats come by, and all of them have decorations. It's a regular parade. Crew of Bilge is the name of it. It's been going on quite a while. All right, so I hope to see you out there. Let's get to some of our text messages that are coming in. Someone looking for reports around Lake Buff Desalmonds. You know, i got somebody that gives me reports there. If they're listening, please send us a report. Help this person out. Probably looking for some, uh, I don't know if they're looking for bass or sockelet, but or brim. But I'll tell you what, Lake Buff is a great place for it. Uh, the Bassmaster Classic was one once in Lake Buff. Uh, here's Bitico Tommy. He wants to fi- us to fish on Bayou Wild TV with Donald Trump. It would be beautiful. You know, Donald Trump Jr. is quite an accomplished fisherman. Senior, uh, I think he's a golfer, and I'm not sure I could take him on a boat. Not that, uh, don't get me wrong. I like what he's doing, but uh, as far as personally a guy to fish with, I'm not sold on him, but definitely his son because he is not only a fisherman but a very good hunter too. All right, then we have uh, Mad Truckers out there. Thank you. And some one of our Alabama listeners wants me to get Nancy Pelosi to fish with us. Please don't do me that. Actually, I feel very sorry for her. The the lady just, she's got some problems. She's got something wrong with her. Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's been mentioned several times, and we got a long list, and I'm not going to mention the ones that we already have on here. But uh, here's one that has a great menu item for tonight. Redfish Coubillon. That's a pretty unique spelling of Kubion, but I know what you mean. Made with fresh tomatoes from Ann the Tomato Lady. Going to fix roasted sweet potatoes on the side and be fixing that after they get home from the Covington Market. That's where the Tomato Lady, that's where you can see her, pick up some fresh tomatoes. All right, here's another one. Good morning, Don. Oh, it's our buddies at the Convent Hunting Club. They're on their way to the cages, going to load up the beagles. This year was a rebuilding. I didn't know you had rebuilding year. I guess when you, you lose your old senior dogs, your veterans, you got to bring those young rookies up, just kind of like any sport. I said last year was a spectacular year. We have some young dogs trying to get them where we want them, going to hunt the tobacco shed, and should do pretty good today. Thanks for the news and info you delivered. Don, for governor, 
Oh, no. I'm not getting into that trap. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to make a, a rabbit hunt this week. Got that scheduled and also a fishing trip in Delacro, so I'm looking forward to all that. Here's a comment. Don, I heard the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries losing revenue due to lack of licensing sales. It's not just Louisiana. It's all over the country. Uh, maybe if the land companies would open more areas to common hunters. Only the people with means can hunt. And we're kind of, it's not like that yet. And we do have a lot of public areas. But it's tough hunting on those areas, I understand. And there's a lot of land that is hunted, but it's under private lease. And I can tell you, I was stationed in Germany way back in the early 70s. And even as far back as that, that's the way it was over there. Only the elite and the wealthy were able to hunt. Fishing, different story. So I didn't get a chance to hunt over there, obviously. Uh, here's someone fishing Empire today. Brian, he's on the way. Stick around. Ryan Lambert's going to be with us. He'll fill you in on how the Empire fishing's been. We got Butch from Lafayette going to the Pack Kayak Rentals. He's going to chase some reds in what he calls the Outback. Good luck to you, Butch. Get that kayak going. We got a kayak report coming up, too, with Brendan Bayard. And we got more text messages. If you'd like to send us one, 870-870 is the way to do it. Comes in here. Unfortunately, we can't take pictures and things like that. Only the messages. But if you want to send me photos, they're welcome on my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Right after this break, we're joined by the forensic fisherman we call him, Captain Mike Gallo. His report's brought to you by CETO. We're back with him right after this pause, where you're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we're ready for the Mike Gallo Fishing Report. It's brought to you by CETO, and as Robbie Campos said, they're probably going to be a, a busy phone number today. Don't become one of those. Be careful out there. Got some very low tides and some mudflats out there. But if you do need them, they're there for you. If you're a member, whenever you need them, wherever you need them, 24-7, Peace of mind. You'll know that rescue is just that one phone call away. You get all that for $179 for a whole year, and it's renewable. I strongly suggest you become a member. Call Captain Chris. He heads it up, 504-301-4545. You want to do it the really easy way and do it right now, sign up on the website at ctow.com. Captain Mike joins us. Uh, Mike, here's what we're looking at. Almost a two-foot tidal range. Some low, low water conditions. Some areas pretty dirty water from all the winds until they, they subside. Um, actually going to be better tomorrow on the winds, I think, than today. And um, pretty still cold water out there. What does a guy do today to go catch a few fish? Boy, I tell you, that's a recipe for shining your boat up. <laughs> for a challenge. <laughs> for a challenge. <laughs> well, obviously this week we did have uh, quite a bit of harsh weather between rain and wind and low water gets the water dirty. But fortunately, a couple of boats went out yesterday, so my information is as, as soon as can possibly be. One went down towards the Mistigo and fished a slip cork in several different areas and had a nice box of fish, told me he should have had several limits of fish, but the clients were a little rusty. Took them a while to get the learning curve on the slip cork and the hook setting and that sort of thing. Uh, but they did end up with a nice box of fish. The other boat stayed in the intercoastal waterway, bounced around up in there in some of those bayous, Bayou Platte and Bob's Bayou. And they ended up with some redfish and some bass fishing live shrimp under a popping cork. So there are some options out there. Uh, today the, the wind is, is down quite a bit, so you won't have that to worry with. Uh, the low water may still be dirty in some areas, but 
I would certainly suspect that the Mr. Go has clean pockets, and when you get far back into those bayous, they'll have grass beds along the edges, and that's where you want to fish with that popping cork, right along the edge of the grass bed. The grass might be a nuisance for us to fish around, but it's like a filter and helps keep the water clean. So uh, you can use it to your benefit. Those would be the areas of concentrate on today. Mike, did they say how deep they were setting the, the, the sliding cork, what depth the fish were? I believe this, this correct. The sliding cork was 9 to 11 feet. Oh, okay. And in the deep. bayous, when they were fishing the redfish and the bass, I believe it was about 2 feet. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. So um, as far as that shellmet wall, Robbie said some of his guys left Campos and came that way and uh, picked up some trout on soft plastics, but it was a very slow bite. You had to just, you know, feel that little tick, tick, let them get it before you set the hook. Any, any, uh, I'm sure it's going to be crowded there today. That's probably going to be a very popular place to fish today. Yeah, uh, if you're going to fish plastics, I would go with that inline drop shot that we spoke about several weeks ago. And how to make that is very simple. I like a number two mustad hook, and I simply tie my main line into the eye of the mustad hook. I take another piece of line about 18 inches long and tie it into the same eye of the same hook and go down to either a three-eighths or a half-ounce jig head. And I'll thread either a gulp or a matrix or a Dudley plastic, whatever your favorite plastic is, on that bottom jig head with the three-eighths. That's the heavier one. And the top one is simply just a hook. And on that one, I like to use the Zoom Tiny Fluke or the Matrix Mini, which is a really small lure, an inch and a half long, real slender in shape. It resembles a rain minnow pretty good. Um, and sometimes they like the bottom one, and often they like the top one. So you're fishing two lures, both fairly close to the bottom, but they're two different profiles and two different sizes. And a lot of times that smaller lure will catch them when they're biting real finicky because it's so small, they seem to get it in their mouth better. And it does a really good job. That would be what I Very would do with today. Let me ask you this. I am going to be aboard a boat with 3,000 deadly Dudley plastic lures in the Eden Isles canals. Is it worth me bringing a fishing pole? Can I pick up a couple of fish in there? <laughs> You might be able to troll behind the boat between you and the next float <laughs> and get some. Yeah. That wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite color, Deadly Dudley? Uh, you like that uh, that, that kind of a purplish color. What's the name of that one? Though? Yeah, the Mojo Mullet. Mojo Mullet. That's it. Yeah, the Mojo yep. Mullet. I do like the Mojo Mullet. That's a really good color. Uh, if you have well, some of it, those, let me know where you're going to be. I'll be able to spot you. I'll be able to spot you. I just hope I can reach you. You know, maybe I'll bring a rod and cast it out there, but there won't be a hook in it. There'll be no hooks thrown from the boat. That's for sure. That's at the crew of bilge today. All right, Michael, somebody want to get you? Tell us how to find you. There's a lot of ways to do it. Oh, yeah, a lot of ways to find me. You can find me on DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. My website is AAofLA.com. We're on social media, or you can simply call the reliable telephone at 985-781-7811. 
All right, Mike, thank you for the report. As always, uh, hope to see you. If you're on the banks there, scream at me when I come by. You got it, Don. Looking forward to it. All righty, thank you. Mike Gallo, uh, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Always got some very good advice there. All right, when you come back after this, it's time for those of you who like to paddle for your fish or pedal in some cases. It's our Paddlers slash Peddlers Report brought to you by the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club in conjunction with Massey's Outfitters and Brendan Bayard's up today with a report. Back after this. And if you want to go stroking, we got a guy that's got some advice for you, Brendan Bayard with the Paddlers Report. It's brought to you in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It is a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. They're in Mid-City, New Orleans. They're in Covington. They're in Baton Rouge, and they offer the best kayak fishing models, brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft. They've got a ton of them. Check them out on the website, MasseyOutfitters.com. They're also on Facebook. And Brendan Bayard joins us now. Brendan, good morning. I I got a uh, a text message here. Someone wants to know about fishing from the bank. Still no boat. Uh, Kayaks are very inexpensive. I'd suggest to this person, get a kayak if you really want to fish because it gives you so much more latitude to cover a whole lot more area than just standing on a bank and casting. But what would you suggest if someone is going to fish a bank uh, or they have a kayak and they just want a real close-in paddle? Don, I spent a few years doing that while I was in college. Before I had a boat and a kayak, uh, I learned the banks up and down LA-1 and, and caught a lot of fish doing it. Um, you know, the three bridges, the little three bridges that you cross before you get to Grand Isle between the Fouchon Caution Light when you exit the uh, elevated interstate. Those three areas uh, are, are great just to fish off the bridge right there. They've made those bridges a lot safer now where they've built an actual fishing uh, side to those bridges so you can stand on the bridge without, uh, you know, being separated from the traffic. Uh, and then, of course, there's the uh, roadside borrow pits that they've dug between the caution line and those bridges where they uh, they dug out the dirt really deep next to the road. And some of those spots are, you know, 20 feet deep. And at this time of year, you can really uh, catch a lot of trout in them. Uh, if you go down the road right there and you look on your Google Maps, you'll see some box-like uh, lakes. And uh, they've built those, those roads up between uh, the – Fouchon Caution Light in Grand Isle, and, and those those regularly hold trout this time of year. The, the colder the water is, the better. Uh, just like the pumping stations up by Golden Meadow and uh, Basons area, uh, those places hold hold fish when it's cold. But uh, you know, if it gets warmer, you can still catch fish off the bank. You can just kind of look for a nice uh, bayou intersection or or a cut in the marsh right there. And uh, I think if you give it a little bit of patience, you'll it'll pay off, and you'll catch some fish. With the low tides, uh, obviously, you're going to have to pick a spot that has some water. Uh, but those deep pits I, I would do the trick in a, on a day like today. Absolutely, and uh, you know, in the summertime, you know, you got Elmer's Island, you got a long beach, you can go out and surf fish over there. But right now, those uh, those canals and those bar pits right there off of Highway One, that would probably be my choice there if you're looking for some cold weather fishing. Brendan, uh, everybody's reporting extremely low tides. Uh, you know, it's winter time, had a full moon, a lot of water got sucked out. There's going to be some mud flats out there. Does this give an advantage to you kayakers? And what do you do on on days like that where you've got a strong tide range and you know that water's going to be low? Yeah, we'll um, we'll usually stick to uh, canals and uh, 
areas like across from Topwater Marina, there's all those canals behind Lake Jesse that are, uh, you know, a little bit deeper. They're, they're probably eight feet deep. And then there's a little bit of marsh in between them. Uh, just keep your kayak in those, uh, those deeper canals and then pull yourself up on those, those shallow areas in between and look and see if you can see some of those redfish. Once the uh, sun comes up a little bit in midday, uh, you'll see those backs kind of submarining through there. Uh, you can make a nice long cast with a, little, a real light lure that avoids sticking it deep in the mud and, and usually coax some of those uh, redfish out. Uh, but if it's super low, you know, they're probably going to be stacked up on the corners in those canals or the drains. Um, you know, it's not too bad with a kayak. And uh, and there's a lot of places like that. Uh, if you look on your map where there's deeper canals that you can tuck into and uh, still catch some fish. Obviously, the flats where you're usually drifting across, you know, two foot deep uh, flats are going to be probably not a place to go today uh, until until the tide comes back up. Uh, over on in like the uh, Lake Charles area, you have a deep spot like the LNG Canal, which is uh, right up there by Calcasieu Point Launch. You can tuck into there. It's uh, about 20 feet deep. You can get away from the uh, the dirtier water that's coming down. Uh, from from the top of the lake, and uh, usually there'll be a little bit saltier water at the end of that canal. If you're fishing in the uh, Big Lake area, also uh, West Cove would be a better area to go right now with the, the top of the lake being a little bit less salinity right now. Got it. I wonder if Cito's ever gone and done a kayak rescue. Hey, that wouldn't be too bad of a value if you got stuck up on a, uh, a mud flat. <laughs> I mean, you could always, I don't know if you've ever done what they call the duck walk, where you actually get out and get in the mud, and I know you sink, but you put your, your weight on with your hands on the back of the boat, and you just kind of walk like a duck and use that to support you as you kind of trudge through the mud. I've been there and done that in a P-Row before. Not fun, not fun. I've been uh, out. Got a I've demo. Out you've done it? And, yeah. and done that exact same thing. Yeah. yeah, everybody needs to practice that method. Um, Massey's has a demo day next week, City Park, and uh, they got some boats on sale. I think they got some new models on exhibit, right? Yeah, yeah, they have a, a lot of a lot of boats they're going to be bringing out there. Eric's going to have his Hobie 360 for people to try out. It's uh, it's a game changer, and I don't say that word a lot, but uh, I used that at the Minimalist Challenge last uh Two weeks ago, and and boy, that was uh, a game changer. I mean, it, you're you're working on, along the bayou, and if you want to just tuck up a little bit closer because that cast angle just isn't perfect, it's uh, it's better than a trolling motor because the pivot point is right in the middle of the boat. On a trolling motor, you can adjust your bow, your you know, and, and it kind of you know the the back end of the boat will eventually swing with it. But that pivot point in the Hobie Mirage Drive is dead center of the boat. You turn sideways, you move the whole boat sideways. I mean, it's it's amazing. You power pull down on the back. You want to swing the bow of the boat to the right. You click your fins and and push yourself over. It's uh, it's amazing, and I can't wait to use it all year fishing all these tournaments. Yeah, well, old raccoon feet will look real sharp in it. I'll invite folks to go see him out there February fifteenth at City Park. All right, thanks oh, yeah. for the update as always, Brendan. Uh, anything on the radar as far as uh, kayak tournaments? Always get a lot of people asking about when those are coming up. What's the next one on the agenda? The next one is going to be, uh, I think it's March 19th-ish, and maybe the weekend before. 
I'm not exactly sure. It's still a, about a month and a half away, but that's going to be at Golden Meadow and Basons. That's going to be the uh, second of the series of the Bayou Coast uh, Tournament Series that qualifies you for the Bayou Coast Championship later on in November. And that is going to be a 10 trout stringer out of Golden Meadow and Basons. You can launch it either place. Very good. We'll give more information as we get closer to it. Thanks, Brendan. Always appreciate your reports. Have a great weekend. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Brendan Bayard, one of our field reporters for the Paddlers Report. All right, coming back after this, it's the Bad Boy Report. Yeah, we never run out of those guys, and we got another one for you coming up right after this timeout on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio. All right, we have a listener who is heading out to check the jug lines for catfish, trying to catch fish for a fish fry fundraiser to help Monica battle cancer on February 21st at the Barataria Baptist Church in Lafitte. Uh, you can get an advance ticket for 10 bucks, and that will guarantee you a plate of catfish, jambalaya, green beans, salad, and dessert. Uh, please come out and help this mother, wife, sister, friend, all-around sweet woman. Uh, thanks, and God bless you all. And bless you for the job you're doing and helping. All right, we come back right after this quick station identification, 10-second pause. we got a bad boy story to tell you about. Stick around for it right after we let our local stations identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, our case this morning began just before Christmas when Louisiana Wildlife and Fishery agents were on patrol near the 80 Arpent Canal in Hanville when they contacted Jeffrey Lemoyne as he returned in his boat to a public launch. The agents saw two very dead antler deer in the boat. Lemoyne admitted to killing both deer during his evening hunt, one buck over the daily limit. And as they say in football, upon further review... The agents also noted both deer were untagged. Agents also found that Lemoyne failed to change ownership of the boat, which also displayed an expired registration certificate. Cited for taking over the daily limit of deer, failing to comply with the tagging requirements, failing to change ownership of a boat registration, and having an expired boat registration certificate, and now facing maximum criminal fines and civil restitution total of $4,199 is 41-year-old Jeffrey Lemoyne of the Zalmans, Louisiana, our bad boy of the outdoors. Yeah, in case you're wondering, you know, a lot of our cases uh, begin with uh, citizens, concerned citizens that uh, make reports to Operation Game Thief, and then if they choose so, they can remain anonymous and they get rewards. Uh, And I'm here to tell you that for the calendar year of 2019, the Operation Game Thief program gave out $14,100 to informants on 38 cases that resulted in 78 subjects, getting a total of 476 citations. Now, the latest tally were 16 cases that included those tips, 23 people were apprehended, 110 offenses were written, and that is just the quarterly report which paid out to diligent citizens some five thousand four hundred dollars if you want to do that if you are not happy with people who break the law and you want to do something about it just simply call the operation game thief hotline it's right on the back of your hunting or fishing license it's 800-442-2511 they've also got a tip 411 program and in a special way They notify you where to pick up your money. They do not ask your name. They don't ask your phone number. Uh, You will not be identified. You remain anonymous. 
and participate in Operation Game Thief. Very successful program. Been around for a lot of years and brought a lot of crime uh, uh, criminals to justice for sure. All right, coming back after this, uh, we'll check out Ryan Lambert. Got somebody wanted that fishing report on Empire. He's pretty close to Empire. So a rock's throw away from his place down in Buras at Cajun Fishing Adventures. And he's up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the man of steel shot, that is, is going plastic again. It's time to get out and fish. Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures joins us. Uh, Ryan, you know, I, I've never heard you talk about pheasant hunting. I went up to uh, Kansas, and we did very well. We, we uh, shot and recovered 17 roosters up there. Uh, do you Have you done any pheasant hunting? I did it on Winchester's farm and, and out in Illinois, you know, but it was can a can hunt. Um, I don't, I just it's, I have a, such a hard time putting everything down in Louisiana to go make that run. And I guess it's it's not on my bucket list to to go. Well, because you know it's a long way to go to kill seventeen birds in a few days. You know, it's uh well, I don't know it it, it doesn't pique my interest so much. I got you. Yeah, well, you got a lot of other things going on for sure. Um, I had a request for a fishing report from Empire. I don't know if maybe he's got a boat that he's launching there in the Empire area. So pretend you're leaving this morning from a little bit uh, uh, up the road down there in Empire. What would you suggest for him? I, I would suggest being very, very, very careful so you keep your lower unit on your boat. Um, yeah. The water is extremely low. Where I, where I fished on the second was a foot and a half out of water yesterday when I went. And, you know, the, the flat where all my fish were, I said, well, they can't be there. They'll be getting sunburned. So uh, <laughs> be very careful, but go west and and head towards the Lake Washington area or or, or even up in some canals, you know, because the fish are in the canals, like Wilkerson Canal, if you want to run that far. But, um, you know, along, along all that structure in Lake Washington, the trout are out that way. But uh, I'd be very, very careful because, like, like you said, there's a lot of structure there, and the water is extremely low. So take your time and, and make sure you read the water right, or, or you'll have a, you'll either get stuck or you'll hurt something today. So the water's, I mean, and you know, it's sloshed out. You know, that's what we call it, sloshing out, because the west wind blew up to 50 miles an hour the night before last. And when it did, it, it blew the water real, real high on the west side. But then when it goes high, it sloshes back out, and, Two hours after low tide, it was still falling yesterday. I mean, falling hard. I could hardly push pole and keep the boat straight. So you got to be very careful, and it's going to be low today too. So, um, you know, uh, it's, you just have to downsize and, and take your time on the fish as well because they, they just snuggled in some deep holes. The water's clearing up really fast. I mean, it was a mud hole yesterday, but as I fished, I could see areas clearing up as the tide started coming in. So it doesn't take long to do it. Just just you know, today's one of those days that you really have to be cognizant of everything around you. Good, good advice. Uh, is this a good time of the year to fly fish for reds? Oh, gosh, it's, it's great. In fact, I'm, I'll be fly fishing the next three days, and um, it's it's really good. I'm on so many fish. It's going to be a great time. And, and uh, there's some really clear water where I'm at, so it, it's going to be a really good time. for. Uh, I have a young lady coming from Ketchum, Idaho, and uh, and her her guy, and we're gonna we're gonna really spank some fish because uh, and they're nice fish too. They're all uh, I would say twenty five to thirties, so it's really fun on the fly rod. Wow! I don't think yes, I'm gonna indeed. be able to get to the bulls uh, tomorrow. And the next day, it's gonna be blowing a little bit. Maybe I could drift over some bulls. 
I'll just have to wait and see what the water clarity looks like. So, uh, you know, we're going to throw some feathers and catch some fish, I'll tell you that. But yesterday I downsized. I, I mean, I really downsized a lot, you know, that little slim swim, the Z-Man slim swim I throw. And uh, mm-hmm. that's that's been the ticket for me because people throw, even the sparkle beetle, you know, the sparkle beetle's not very big. And they, they didn't want that as well, you know, so downsize a lot right now. I mean, it's the water's cold and the, the fish are finicky. The water's low. You really want to finesse them. I'm using that my little crappie rod on them with, with lines so thin that sometimes it pops out the hook eye. So, and that's what it takes, though. You just, you really got to go after them and finesse them. You know, you mentioned that lady coming down a long way to, to fly fishing, and you do quite a bit of fly fishing trips. Do you find that, that women like fly fishing more than men? Uh, you know, percentage-wise, of the number of ladies who fish, is there a higher percentage of them that like fly fishing than men? Um, yeah, I would think so. And, and you know what's good about the ladies? Now, this is going to be hard to believe. For all you guys, you're not going to believe this. They listen. <laughs> They listen. They won't listen to their husband. Now that's out. That's out. That's no way that's happening. I'm telling you. I'm but they'll listen to the experience. guy. They will I listen. Know, if, if, if they if they put down the fly, and they put it down in the wrong spot, they pick up and go left two feet. They will pick up and go left. A guy starts stripping. Invariably, mm-hmm. he'll just start stripping like the fish is supposed to run over there and come get it. It's not going to happen. Pick <laughs> up and go left. When I say pick up and go left, and the girls will do it every time. So they yeah. catch more fish. So, yeah. because if they don't see the fish, you know, you got to guide them to it. And uh, girls, listen, I like fishing. Well, you know, I like fishing with the girls. I mean, they just, you know, my little harem. <laughs> so, <laughs> in fact, in fact, me and Sarah are getting ready to go over there and whack them, too, because uh, I, I want to get her on those fly fish. She hasn't seen fish like this for a while, I don't think. So, uh, next week sometime, uh, she gets a day off, we're going to go. I think we could do a little photo shoot or something on the 19th. So, that ought to be a fun time. Yeah, Sarah Giles is quite an accomplished uh, fly fisher person. She's pretty good at it. And uh, she filled in this week for me on Bayou Wild TV. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, yeah. She calls the other day, and, and she says, I said, where are you? She says, well, I'm in my kayak and, and somewhere up down the road, Cocodri or somewhere, by herself, in the wind. I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's all about it, boy. She likes to hunt. She's got country. it bad. She, she, she's got oh, it bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> quite the young lady. So actually, yeah, she's working compare. on a restoration project with me too right now. So we are uh, we're designing another another diversion right now. So it's all good. Very good. Well, Ron, if somebody wants more. to get a hold of you and uh, go chase some of those uh, reds on a fly, or they want to do a little trout trip with some of the boys, give them the info. Yeah, they can just you know go to CajunFishingAdventures.com and the website's very good. You can find out all the information, or they could call me on my cell. As you know, I answer at five zero four. Five five nine fifty one eleven, and uh, we'll get you hooked up. Sounds good. And if uh, by any chance your trip gets canceled, uh, we'd love to see you at the party tomorrow. We're oh, gonna miss you. If, even if I could get off the water early enough, I'm gonna drive all that way and get over there. Okay. All righty. Sounds good. All right, my friend. If not tomorrow, we'll see you next week on the radio. Sounds great, buddy. Thank you, Captain Ryan Lambert. He goes as the Plastic Man, Man of Steel. He won the Grand Ridge Golf Championship. Man, what a what a man! He's just like the uh, the modern guy. Man, does it all. All right, coming back after this, going to tell you about gunning for a cure. We got a team going to be represented there. How about you? I'll tell you how to do it. Coming back right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.